Welcome to our podcast. Do you love it? I'm Des Andrew, joined by my co-host, Devin DKC. What's up, Devin? Hey, boo. How you doing? I'm so good. I'm coming off of a really good weekend this past weekend. Uh, my favorite town in the world where I would love to live uh, when, I, when I get rich. Okay? When. This is going to happen. That's right. Claim it. When I win the lotto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually banking on that. That's embarrassing. I literally think that the lotto is in my my future. I really, truly believe that. I mean, speak it into existence. I'm here right? for that. I know. I, I keep telling my parents, like, I'm one of those people. I'm like, I'm not made to work. Like, I'm made to yeah. be rich for no reason. <laughs> so... <laughs> I love that for you. Yeah, right? It's very fitting of my personality. So <laughs> that, will, that will be where I live is in Malibu. Celebrated my best friend since kindergarten. Celebrated her birthday. Aww. I know she's back in the States. She was living in uh, Europe for a while. Oh my God, you guys were oh, neighbors. Oh, that's the one. Okay. Yes, yes. Jasmine, yeah. shout out. Happy birthday, Jazz. Love you. Happy birthday. Um, yay. So we went to... Uh, so it was my favorite restaurant. Sorry, girl, but I'm going to take the credit. Uh, my favorite <laughs> restaurant in Malibu. And we went uh, over the, the summer last year. And uh, she loved it. Oh, my God. We just had a feast. Like, I love doing that with her. We go to these restaurants. We order, like, all these things. We share everything. And just, like, so that you get different flavors and different tastes. Like, that's yeah. my favorite way to eat. Mm -hmm. So we went to this place called The Sunset. It's literally right on the sand. And Ooh. you can see, you know, the water. We went so that we could see the sunset while we're eating. Oh, really the cute. Sunset. I get it. Uh huh. I love that. Yeah, definitely like a date type of place. But like me and my friend, like we're so we're kind of like a couple. We're like a platonic couple. <laughs> <laughs> She's my life. I partner. love it. I think you should romanticize your friendships. I'm here for that. That's definitely how we are. It's a little borderline incestuous, though, because uh, she always tries to hold my hand <laughs> and kiss me. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, like, man. ew, I do it. I make a scene in public. I'm like, ew, I don't want to kiss you. I, like, yell so that other tables can hear us. <laughs> it's really fun. But, um, yeah, so that was a great weekend. I'm on a no soda kick, right? Oh. So I love dark soda. I drink dark soda Every day. And it started really? becoming like twice a day. I love a good Coke, Dr. Pepper. I love a cherry Coke with some things. Oh, wow. I love it so much. Oh, my gosh. I love it. And especially because I work late. So all that's open is like, you know, freaking mm -hmm. Taco Bell, which I love. And like <laughs> McDonald's and In-N-Out and stuff. So yeah, I'm going on three weeks. I will be entering my fourth week without soda. Wow. And my goal is only to get to a month because I'm ready to get back on <laughs> back on the sauce <laughs> wow i actually don't drink soda that's um, like everyone every adult doesn't drink soda <laughs> i'm the only one <laughs> yeah i actually stopped drinking soda i think uh when i was like 22 21 oh, oh, okay. i just swapped it for liquor um 
<laughs> once that 21st birthday hit. <laughs> yeah, I have other beverage options now. Um, I mean, mm. I'll have an occasional soda. Like, I crave ginger ale sometimes. Okay. That's oh, a good one. Something about those bubbles. They just mm-hmm. drive me crazy. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> but that sounds like a great weekend. Um, I did not do anything exciting this week. Actually, that's not true. I did some fun project stuff with my partner. We're okay. working on um, a project. Uh, I don't <laughs> okay. know if I should say what it is yet. Um, but yeah, we did that. And, you know, it was nice and romantic. And we also mm. started RuPaul's Drag Race <gasps> Down Under. Oh, you've never seen it before? No, we had not watched Down Under. And these queens are for real. I love it. And I love the Australian accent. I, I like season one, and then that's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no! Oh, man, that's disappointing here. I mean, we'll still watch it, but kind of what I love about drag is, like, you can be as outrageous yeah. and just, like, crazy as you want to, mm-hmm. um, and it's, like, ridiculous. But it's also, like, a reminder not to take ourselves too seriously, mm-hmm. even though, like, some of the stuff they do, I'm like, ah, I don't know about that, but... <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, you'll love Down Under then. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised when RuPaul said that one of the girls, um, her one of her sketches was too crass. And I was like, I've never heard RuPaul call something too crass. Too like, crass. these girls are serious. Yeah. Down in the bush. <laughs> <laughs> Down in the bush. <laughs> but speaking of RuPaul, so this weekend I said I, you know, pretty much lounged around i was scrolling instagram and i saw my girl lizzo anytime lizzo posts i have to stop and watch whatever she's talking about whatever she's doing and she's on tour currently in the u.s and she had a stop in knoxville tennessee tennessee Tennessee. y'all have fun now Well, they did have fun. I'm glad yeah. somebody can do it. Shit. So she brought out some queens from RuPaul's Drag Race, including Vangie, <gasps> uh, Aquaria, Asia oh. O'Hare, and Candy Muse. Oh, my God. I love all of those. I do, too. Mm-hmm. Wait, I think I didn't hear who you said those. Oh, there was an O'Hara one? Asia O'Hara. Okay. All right. Asia O'Hara. But this was super important, this show, because, you know, in Tennessee is where they have this drag ban. And it's not even just drag. I was reading, and apparently it's like any form of adult entertainment. So that includes strippers, go-go dancers, uh, burlesque performers. um, But, you know, they're really just coming for the gays. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I did not know that about like go-go's and strippers and stuff too. Like, fuck, maybe those people that were in charge of the damn legislation there didn't realize they're not going to be able to visit the strip club anymore. Mm. What are you (laughs) going to do? Cheat on their damn wives. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But see, this is the thing that we've been saying. Um, Any marginalized group is, you know, once you give them the leeway on bills like this, it really does affect everybody so like when you meet white people who think that anti-black legislation is not going to affect them or when you meet straight people who think that anti-lgbtq legislation is not going to affect them it is and this is why it's so important to even if you are not directly affected to pay attention to things like this because not only are the drag queens affected there's so many people that get their income totally 
from adult late night entertainment. Okay, I'm embarrassed to admit it. I didn't think of that either. Obviously, I'm, you know, on your side, we're on the same <laughs> side Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to these issues. But I didn't think of that. Wow, like you're right. I'm sure there's a lot of, you know, heterosexual people that are employed or people of color that are employed at, you know, drag shows and strip mm-hmm. clubs. And yeah, yeah, I've been hearing about that. And I also did see your story of Lizzo. And uh, I didn't realize that there were drag queens because I I watched it and I saw all these people that were dressed so nice. I'm like, wow, I wonder Mm -hmm. what this is. I guess I just didn't read it. And uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Then I then I started hearing more, seeing more pop up on my timeline. That's badass that Lizzo. She's like, you know what? I don't care what your issues are. I'm going to bring Mm -hmm. my performers. And if you don't like them, you don't have to watch. Yeah. She actually said that a lot of people were trying to discourage her from going to Tennessee. And Mm -hmm. her stance is pretty much like, those people need us. You know, we can't forget about our brothers and our sisters and our babies that are in these places that are directly affected by this legislation. And so Lizzo's goal was to go and create a safe space for them, which just made me fall in love with her even more. Because that's so important. And these people, like, they're losing their communities. They're losing their safe places. And it's really unfortunate. So I'm glad that she went. um, Because it wouldn't be me. I'm glad that she went. (laughs) And no, in all seriousness, I'm glad that she went and created this space. Because it was iconic. Yes, and look how many people are talking about it now. She's, like, all over the headlines. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I type in her name and, like, dozens and dozens of articles are coming up. So Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. We love you, Lizzo. Yeah, we do love you. And honestly, ever since you said that you would want her to be at the Super Bowl, in my head, I totally see that happening. And I feel like it's very realistic that it will happen. Oh, hell yeah. The more buzz she gets with stuff like this and with Mm -hmm. being vocal and uh, an ally, I can 100% see that happening in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. She walks the talk, which I love. Mm -hmm. Well... On a, to a lighter note, but also maybe Ooh, not. Yeah, I'm that not was sure. heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who won't be performing at the Super Bowl or even at Weekend 2 of Coachella is Frank Ocean. Oh, my mm. God. Did you hear Candice yeah. from freaking our interview last time was so excited to see Frank Ocean. I know I love Frank Ocean. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I heard you say that you like Frank Ocean. Yeah. Flopped. Flopped. Wow. Yeah. Flopped. Major flopped. So I'm sure a lot of people have already heard, but a quick breakdown of it is he was so late to his uh, set mm-hmm. to the point where he even cost the uh, a production company $45,000 in <gasps> curfew fines just oh, for being 25 curfew. minutes. Yes. 25 minutes past the mandatory midnight curfew oh. in Indio, California. Yeah. Jeez. Um, uh, his team, though, is claiming that the curfew fines are at the blame of Golden Voice, which is the production company that does Coachella, um, mm. for taking an additional 50 minutes to change the set design from Bjork to Frank Ocean. So, okay, that, you know, I can see that not being his fault, but him not actually singing a damn word. Like I heard one of my friends was there and said that literally it was just like his song that you would hear on, you know, the radio, on Spotify, whatever you listen to. It was just playing. And then he like wasn't doing it. He wasn't singing Mm -hmm. like 
all these people that work so hard to afford these tickets that travel to the place that you know uh pay for hotels or airbnbs or, or verbos yep. actually verbo not airbnb verbo this podcast <laughs> um to stay there like you know that's that's shitty and i don't want to shame them too hard but it is shitty you know it's shitty it is it's very shitty i know a couple people who went and it was their first coachella Mm-hmm. And one person lives in California, so it wasn't as big of a deal. But okay. the other person does not, lives Ugh. in, like, the DMV area. So, like, wow. taking the cross-country trip mm-hmm. to see, like, because this was his first performance in, like, how many years? Like, yeah. you know, people oh, have wow. been waiting for him. And then for him to be late, I'm sorry. I know that things happen having been on both sides of a performance. However... When someone is giving their time to come and see you, like that is the utmost way to give someone their flowers. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. we like these artists. We put time in them and their music affects us and is like the soundtrack to our lives. And then you're going to be late. Mm -hmm. And not perform. And not perform. (laughs) And then like the performing that he did do, everybody was disappointed with it. And I saw my friend's story and he was like, that was the worst performance that I've ever seen in my life. And that's really unfortunate because yeah. Frank Ocean fans are real. Like they love Frank. Yeah. It's really sad. And you fumbled the bag, Frank. Yeah. Very disappointing. I mean, but he's still got he his say his ankle was broken or something. Th- I saw that his team is using that as reasons for why he didn't perform at the second weekend. So. I don't believe it. I know. Who knows? And again, I, I truly, I still like him. I. Oh yeah. I still do, and I'm still going to support him. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not trying to make this like a damn witch trial or whatever Salem trial. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I don't know whether it's true or not. That's up to everybody listening to decide how much they care or don't care. Um, but he still got his four million dollar check for the for whatever version of a performance he did on weekend wow. one. So. He got paid. He just didn't get his eight million like he would have if he did both weekends. So, Hmm. yeah. But uh, Lotto, my girl. Oh my god, she's so up there. She climbed up there in my book very quickly. Like Beyonce, of course, Miranda Lambert. I've talked about her a lot. Those are like my golden shelf. Like cannot be touched. Like there's Mm -hmm. not even dust up there. Love them. And then you have like Nicki Minaj, Ariana Grande. And Lotto, like I love her so wow. freaking much. She's I've up loved there. her, yeah, 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 since her first album. Love her so much, but she is currently beefing with the other girl on the shelf, Nicki Minaj, and it's like ugh, I can't pick a side because I love them both so much. <laughs> but have Wait, you what heard? What are they beefing about? I mean, okay, so again, I love them all. I'm not picking a side, everyone. Okay, Barb's stand down. <laughs> <laughs> But with that said, Nicki Minaj tends to be a hater and not very supportive of upcoming hip hop artists, especially women, you know, it's almost like she knocks them. Um, You know, I've never seen her work with uh, like Megan Thee Stallion. She's definitely not worked with Lotto. She did work with Cardi. They both did a feature on, I forget, some other guy's song, Motorsport. Was it Migos? Love that song. 
<laughs> but um, yeah, anyways, they're just going back to back with uh, subtweets. That's the big thing here. It's Ooh. like, yeah, they're liking posts. They're being shady. They're responding to posts. Uh, Nikki even posted the direct messages that Lotto sent, trying apparently trying to get Nikki on a remix of Big Energy, you know, her big song from last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nikki turned it down, I guess, twice. And I don't know. They, they just went back and forth, you know, name calling, wow. putting each other down. Name calling. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lotto, love you too. But she even went as far as to start her own hashtag calling Nikki hashtag 40 year old bully. <laughs> <gasps> oh. <laughs> Shady, a little rude, a little rude because that's my other girl. Um, funny, but rude. true though is that reasonable or is that shady what do you think i think it's reasonable she is a bully (laughs) (laughs) and she is 40 i think (laughs) yeah which i mean hey 40 is the new 30 so no shame to that but but also come on clean it up a little bit (laughs) clean it up (laughs) yeah lotto's performance at coachella she called up nikki uh a little bit indirectly oh she even on stage said Ho, let a bitch know we tired of the subtweets this year. <laughs> so everyone knew that's what she's talking about is the beef with Nikki. Uh, wow. She even put out her new song, put it on the floor. So good. Everyone could listen. Um, she performed it for the first time at Coachella. And then it got released on Spotify, you know, a couple days later mm-hmm. um, where she's, you know, she's making references to Nikki. She's. Definitely talking about how, like, you thought I was going to kiss your ass, but, you know, you got it wrong. Stuff like that. I don't like seeing them fight. I almost think this might be a publicity stunt to... Because you remember, like, old school, like, days where uh, two artists would, like, have a beef and then they would make up and release a record and it'd win all the awards. Yeah. I'm pulling for that. It could be. Yes. But, I mean, I'm here for it, I guess. Do what you got to (laughs) do. (laughs) <laughs> Not here for the fighting, but I'm here no. for a collaboration. Absolutely. Because, oh my God, yeah. they would be so good together. I love Lotto because she reminded me of like early Nicki Minaj where she was like, you know, she was kind of breaking the image of what it meant to be a hip hop artist. I mean, there's other yeah. people too. I mean, like, look at Missy. She broke it. But they are breaking this image in their own way. And that's what I felt like Lotto did. She's even doing choreo, which I don't see a lot of hip-hop artists doing choreo. Yeah. Um, so it's cool. She's like a pop hip-hop artist, which is really exciting for me to watch. So. I did see a little bit about uh, Lotto's performance. I know she caught some heat for allegedly photoshopping her pictures. Um, Devin, don't say that. <laughs> I said allegedly. I, I avoided those those headlines. <laughs> I went to the third page to find the one that I wanted to read. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't hate it. And at the end of the day, she was still there. She was still on yeah. the stage. She still did the performance. So say mm. what you will about her photo editing skills or lack thereof. <laughs> um, I didn't see any of you guys on that stage. So. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Yes. So that brings me to a game that I want to play with you. I'm very Ooh, excited I love game. to bring this game to Do You Love It? Forgive me if we played this before. That's okay. <laughs> I kind of forget. It's been a while. 
But, oh, love this. So in the spirit of Coachella, mm -hmm. I've chosen 10 artists that have performed at Coachella in the past. Okay. And I want to see if you can clock who said what. Okay. So 10 artists, I'm putting two against each other, and you're going to let me know which one you think it is. So okay. allow me to welcome back my favorite game called Who Said That? Who Said That? Who Said That? Who Said That? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite. I Like I say it every day. I still do. Who Said That? <laughs> okay. So... Each round are two different artists, so I'll, I'll explain to you okay. what your options are. So, okay. for number one, this will be Nicki Minaj or Lotto. Okay. Okay. And the lyric is, got a thousand dollar steak on my plate. That's the only beef I ever get in. Who said that? Hmm. I, I'm not really familiar with either one of their music. Um... So I'm going to guess Lotto. Yes, you got it. That's hey, one of my favorite Nikki always has songs. Beef. I know, right? <laughs> I kind of thought, reasoning. okay, if you if you use logic to like weigh this out, you're definitely gonna. <laughs> no, that was not Nikki. There's always beef on her plate. <laughs> exactly. That's so funny. Okay, good job. Good job. Thank you. Okay, Thank you. the next lyric. And boy, if you confess, you might get blessed. See if you deserve what comes next. Is this Ariana Grande or Doja Cat? I think that's my girl Ari. Yes. I can't remember the song now, but that's definitely Ari. Yes. Oh, my God. This was your song options were either woman or God is a woman. And this is from God is the Yes. Woman. That's what I thought. I love yes. this Ariana Grande. Yes, me too. Oh, my God. Love her. She's up there on that shelf. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's in my golden, like, she's up there Your with Beyonce shelf. to me. Yeah. Wow. I love mm -hmm. to hear that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe, you know, the next album she puts out, she'll probably, she'll get up there with me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The next lyric. You want to make it right, but now it's too late. My peanut butter chocolate cake with Kool-Aid. Is this Kid Cudi or Childish Gambino? Childish Gambino. Dang, you got it. Butter, yeah. Cake with Kool -Aid. Yes. yes. Oh my god. I love yes. that man. I love that song. That's a song I would love to perform live with like real instruments. Like Oh yeah. Oh, sexy, sexy sounding song, mm -hmm. huh? Yeah, oh my God. for sure. Redbone. I love, love his it. music. He mm -hmm. could put out another album whenever he wants to. <laughs> I will eat it up. Yes. <laughs> Kid Cudi, right, too. Job. I like Kid Cudi. I like Kid He's Cuddy. from the 216. He's from Cleveland. Oh. Um, okay. So, got to support. That's Ohio, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. What's your relation to Ohio? <laughs> oh, my family lives in Cleveland. Really? Yeah. That's like my second home. Mm -hmm. So Philly and Cleveland. Yeah. My grandparents, well, my Nana's from Cleveland. That's where my grandparents got married. Mm -hmm. um, my whole family lives in Cleveland. It was only my like immediate family that broke that circle. <laughs> okay. And Ohio, is that a southern state? No, it is a Midwestern state. It's right next to um, Illinois, I, probably won't know I think. 
or Indiana? Never heard of it. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Never heard of Illinois. No, Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, it's right next to, it's across Pennsylvania. And then oh, <laughs> the next state over is, I think, Pennsylvania Indiana. is a state. Mm-hmm. Chicago, That's Illinois. Part. Chicago, Illinois. Yes, Chicago, Phil- Illinois. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yes, look at you. <laughs> not not Pennsylvania, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> there might be one. Shit, shit. <laughs> okay, good job. You're three for three. I like ah, it. Okay, doing good. Okay, number four. Stacy Dash, most of these girls ain't got a clue. All of these hoes I made off records I produced. Is this Travis Scott or Cardi B? Is it more helpful if I say their name first or the lyric first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say the name first. Okay. I think, I don't really, I don't, I couldn't tell you a Travis <laughs> Scott song if it fell out the sky and slapped me in the face. No. Um, I don't know any of his songs. Not one. Oh, shit. Um, so I'm going to guess that maybe it was him. Even though I don't really <laughs> know Cardi's music either, but. Yeah. I'm, I'm There's just, not that let's much go music with Travis Scott. Go over. Right. <laughs> Shit, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> oh my god, that was great. You got it you got it right. This is from really? Sicko Mode, his biggest song. You don't know Sicko Mode? Oh my god. Oh, that's I do know that song with Drake, right? I think so. I mean it sounds like him when the song started, but I don't it, he's not listed on the song, but it sounds like Drake, oh. so I think so. Uh, yeah, I, that song is on my workout playlist, so yes. I do know a Travis Scott song. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good job. This is yeah. So that's from Sicko Mode. I thought that could okay. that could mix you up with uh, you know referring to Stacy Dash. It might sound like maybe she's dissing Stacy Dash. I don't know. Right? Yeah, um, that was a hard one. Good job. Good job. Okay, and the last one. Okay, our Queen Beyonce mm-hmm. or. Mm-hmm. SZA, who is like a lot of people's queen, especially right now with her new album. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Love, Love Kill Bill. Oh my God, so good. And uh, in the video, Vivica Fox. Oh, wow. I see Vivica Fox on a weekly basis. She goes to my work all the time. Really? I see her done up. I see her in her athleisure. I see her all kinds of ways. And she's so beautiful. And she's so sweet. She's so nice to everyone. So she's there I a lot. I that. Yeah, I actually, a lot of I think she like she plays the villain in a lot of movies. But everybody yeah. that I know that's met her says she's really sweet. Literally, I know someone who met her like last week and posted a picture. Number mm. one, she looks flawless. Like for yes. a fan to like have a random iPhone picture, mm-hmm. and yeah, everybody says that she's really nice. She is. Yes, hmm. love it. Look at that. Okay, so your options are SZA or Beyonce. Okay, and the lyric is. The feeling is reckless of knowing it's selfish, knowing I'm desperate, getting all your love, falling all over love. It's so hard for me not to say these with like the rhythm that they're sung. I know. I feel like that's what would help me. I know. (laughs) Feeling all your reckless? What? The feeling is reckless of knowing it's selfish, knowing I'm desperate, getting all your love, falling all over love. Child, this is hard because I'm still, you know, I'm in Renaissance Academy right now. Yes. Um, uh-huh. Learning all the my chair. lyrics for the concert. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to say Beyonce, but 
I don't know for sure, but okay. maybe Beyonce. Beyonce? Sure. <laughs> this is SZA from her popular hit, The Weeknd. Oh, damn. Yes, yes. Dang. I I had to pat myself on the back for it. Like, I chose artists that, like, would confuse you, right? I, I wouldn't yeah. say, was this Beyonce or, you know, Kid Cudi? Because then you would know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, that shit. was a really hard one. Okay, well, shit. I'm sorry for stumping you. <laughs> damn. <laughs> You got four out of five. That's still an A, right? In my book. Yeah, I'll take it. Well, okay. I guess it would probably be a, a B, technically. It's an A to but, me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I will take a B any day. But I, yes. that also makes me like, I really need to go study those Beyonce lyrics. Um, I, was I don't thinking... want to embarrass myself. <laughs> no. It was giving me like XO vibes or something. Like this could be XO by Beyonce or it could be The Weeknd by SZA. I mean, yeah, it could. I love EXO. Oh, my God. I like that one, too. But also, like, on the new album, she does a lot of, like, speaking parts. Mm-hmm. Like, speaking, rapping, whatever. And, like, those yeah. are the parts that I don't know all the words. And mm. I was like, oh, well, maybe it's from one of those songs. But mm-hmm. it's not. Well, SZA's good. I'm still learning her. Like, I'm still, in the words of Cynthia Bailey, I'm still getting to know her. <laughs> yeah, same. I don't know how I feel about her yet. But oh, no. she okay. gets a point because she's best friends with Lizzo. Oh, she is? Yeah. Honestly, I don't think I know what SZA even looks like. But I do. <laughs> I definitely like her music. She's I'm a gorgeous. Fan. I'm she's learning stunning. her. I'm going to Google her when we get off of this. Because <laughs> that's weird that I don't know what she looks like. She could. Oh, my gosh. She could be sitting in front of me. I wouldn't know who she is. Damn. Her and Travis that's Scott. <laughs> I would know Travis Scott. <laughs> but, but, yeah. Okay. That was good. Good job. That was awesome. Thanks that was playing. a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. That was our love chala. Get it? It's like our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Do you love it? <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to switch gears now and do our Bravo chat. Let's it was hard it. not to reference Bravo, or we probably did. Hello, the name of the game was who said that, so never mind. <laughs> yes, we did. But <laughs> we are going to talk about jersey and below deck and literally all of it okay so yes. i'm excited for this yes we both follow this account your moms are watching that's the name of the account they have mm-hmm. broke some very amazing stories from the housewives especially related to uh kathy hilton and erica mm. jane and uh margaret josephs so her stories are definitely one to watch all the time her posts are really funny. She has like a funny uh, sort of a dialect to her posts. So definitely go check her out. And I'm excited to see what she has to say about all things Bravo going on right now. So yes, let's get into let's it. let's get into it. Yay. Summer is almost here, which makes it the perfect time to book your next vacation with Verbo. Unlike other rental sites, Verbo offers full homes and spaces for you and your guests to enjoy without a host. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm not trying to have some stranger see me in the morning in my pajamas and no eyebrows. Okay. Verbo lets you have the whole home to yourself. 
check out the link in our bio on Instagram at do love it pod, or you can tap the link in this episode description to start planning your perfect summer vacation. Do you love it? Friends don't let friends overpay. Join Klarna today to start earning rewards by saving money at your favorite online stores. Klarna Pan 4 allows you to split your total cost into four automatic payments without any interest. Don't see Klarna as an option at checkout? The free app offers KPay, which allows you to pay using a temporary card issued to you for that exact purchase. Klarna is completely free to join. Use our link in this episode description to sign up and you'll receive $10 off your first purchase, courtesy of our show. Now you can truly start spending wisely with Klarna. We're here for our Bravo chat. Finally, we had to keep you all waiting. Thanks for bearing with the Coachella news. But you know I love Lotto. You know I love Nikki. I can't help but having to talk about them each time I get an opportunity. So here with us to discuss all things Bravo is Thea D'Souza from Your Moms Are Watching on Instagram. What's up, Thea? Hi, guys. So nice to be here. I know it's so nice to meet you. I was telling you before, I've been following your page for a while. I know Devin follows your page as well. It's so funny. We found that out (laughs) after the fact of uh, (laughs) me telling her that you were going to be on. Um, And so, yeah, it's it's really cool to have you on because I'm always watching your stories. I'm always looking at your posts. And it's fun that you have like a cool outlook on Bravo from your page. Yeah. Try to do mix it up, you know. I feel like the other a lot of the other pages just cover so much news, just so comfortably that I can't even compete. So I just try to do my own thing and I really try to cover Bravo, but without kind of like just resharing things that have been shared and just try to give it a little funny spin. But you know, it sometimes and it's just a potpourri. I tell stories from my life, I tell I, you know, my highlights, and I tell I just share like random memes that have nothing to do with anything, just kind of you laugh and then sometimes I do these really intense AMAs where people ask me things and I get real honest and then it always comes back to bite me and <laughs> I'm very busy um DMs lots and lots going on in my DMs all the time between Bravo Lebs and everyone my DMs are like a gold mine if, if I ever die somebody needs to get my password and get in <laughs> don't they have a feature like that like a, a legacy feature on the iPhone that someone gets like your passwords and they have access right i think so at least i think with social media i only know that because i like went to change a facebook setting the other day and it was like what do you want to do with your facebook when you die and i was like oh (laughs) i don't want to think about that i'm in denial i guess i mean i'll deal with it 40 years from now i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i know it's sad to think about but I, i guess you know the feature is there I kind of think I'd rather have it have it die with me. I think I don't know. It's, it's a little too serious. Yes, take those passwords mm-hmm. to the grave. I love that. <laughs> well, like I mentioned, you have a very popular account. One of the posts that sticks out is like a Seinfeld post that you have, um, and I know you have some sort of connection to Seinfeld, right? I do. I was the second on the second unit crew, so we shot all the exteriors for Seinfeld. So I was going to grad school in New York City. And I just joined up with this little camera crew and it turned out they had been hired by Seinfeld 
to do all of their exterior. So we spent our days, you know, scouting locations and then filming in the morning and the night and back in the days when you had to put it in a can and FedEx it to Seinfeld to Castle Rock for the next week's episode. So pretty much anything you see, I didn't work the first year and I didn't work the last year, but um, all the way in between, I um, I would probably, I we definitely shot it. If you saw it on the show and it was in New York City, a camera truck, whether it's an exterior, some of it we even, you know, we filmed like David Letterman and we filmed some of the cast in Central Park. So we always like flew out to LA and went to the finale. So I'm very heavily involved wow. in that show. And then my fandom has just stayed with me through the years, just because, not even like because of the experience, but obviously mm. I love the show anyway. So it kind yeah. of so now I just feel like, you know, I I need to bring Seinfeld into a lot of my references and I lose, you know, <laughs> half of my audience. <laughs> what is this exterior? I keep hearing you say that. So they shot the show on a soundstage in LA, but it was based, it was supposed to be in New York. So we did no. all the shots that, that establish, like, let's say they're going to a library. I would find libraries and then that we'd pick a library and then I'd shoot oh. it day and shoot it at night and give it to them. And so that would open the shot. So in oh, front of oh, Jerry's oh. apartment, in front of Tom's diner, in front of whatever it was, you you have to make it. So maybe one week the story would be about a bakery and they would say to me, like, find a bakery. So I would shoot a couple, take a few pictures of a couple of bakeries and then they would pick the one they liked. And then that we'd set up a shoot for the morning and the and night. And sometimes they needed it with like rain or no rain or whatever it was and then we did all this stuff that you see out of car windows and our camera truck and anything that was shot in new york city on location that was us that's so, awesome yeah. okay I get that's that. why i like to tie bravo into seinfeld as many times as i can i'm sure <laughs> yeah. super super annoying to some people who don't like seinfeld but my core followers get the connection <laughs> Well, you have a lot of famous followers. I did my research. <laughs> I do? I Yes. Uh, well, especially related to Bravo. Um, I, I wrote down a few. So let's just verify these if you know about them or if they surprise you. Uh, Melissa and Joe Gorga from uh, New Jersey, of course. Katie Maloney, Teddy Mellencamp, Kyle Richards, Tamara Judge. Like, shit. These are all the people I love watching. <laughs> you do not understand how hard it was to get almost every one of those followers. So hard. When I first started this account, I had a few connections to Bravo. I was like, okay, I'm gonna, my brother dated Joanna Kuba from Miami. For oh, years. Like, she's gorgeous. Yeah, so I'm like, Joanna, throw me a bone, follow my page. No, confused. <laughs> didn't want anything to do with Bravo or Housewives. Wouldn't follow me. I'm like, okay, that was like my shoe in. But I've now realized how to get them to follow you. So you really have to interact with them in a substantial manner behind the scenes for them okay. to follow you. Yeah, I'm makes taking sense. notes here. Uh... <laughs> Some of them are harder than others. Lisa actually the same. Like I worked hard for her last season, so I have a very close <laughs> personal relationship with her now. I didn't for last season, but I had we just fell together with that random Patrick stuff, and now and I talked to her all the time the last half of last season because I did a lot of work for her behind the scenes with the whole Kathy Hilton thing. Mm-hmm. But I will yeah. tell you something: since she left the show, she has not been as communicative mm. with me which kind of makes me laugh because I really felt like I had really solidified almost dare I say like a friendship yeah it's so yeah. hard and I'm like hey girl <laughs> remember <laughs> me <laughs> right right I mean it's a, hard, a lot harder not to get a response so I'm like wow so I have learned this as well that they, a lot of them are very opportunistic like if you can help them but then we're not really none of us are really friends let's be honest you know they're bravo lebs but yeah fool yourself I mean, you can be. 
I, I like to believe that. Why not? <laughs> Those are my friends. If I've talked to them, they're my friend. Okay. Yeah. Candace, we just had Candace on from the girls' trip. She's our friend. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> Love her. But I'm glad I want to backtrack for a second. I'm glad you brought up the whole Kathy stuff because I was reminding Devin because I'm like, yeah, you follow Thea. Like, yeah, I, I mm-hmm. looked. I saw that you follow her. Um, and sometimes, you know, we see so much, like you said earlier, it's so saturated with news. And I mean, I know for our account, like we reshare other people's posts. Sometimes I try to make my own, but it's like there's already 12 right. with thousands and thousands of views. So like I'll just reshare that one instead of post my yeah. own, you know. Um, but with the Kathy stuff, your account, I know, was noted on two T's in a pod for breaking the whole um, Kathy alleged slurs that she was using in the club in Aspen. And uh, so, I mean, how does like, does someone tip you off? Are you having conversation with someone like in the know? How does that sort of a thing pop up? I mean, it all started because I was, I became really good friends with Lisa Rinna's assistant who um, also assists Patrick Dempsey, who has his acting teacher is one of my closest friends. So somehow I got to be friends with her and she's the one that first, I think, alerted me to that really, that really did happen. And I'm like, oh, whatever. This is coming from Lisa Rinna's camp. And at the time, by the way, I I was not a fan of Lisa Rinna's, (laughs) but the girl was really sweet. Like I just, you know, personally, it was very sweet, would react all the time to my stuff and talk to me about my stories. And so, and, you know, again, we had a personal connection so that's how I first kind of got tipped up on it. And I was like, mm, you know, whatever could be, maybe not. I have no idea. It sounds like it probably did, but again, no proof at all. I even had people, you know, go to the club and ask nothing. There was nothing really mm-hmm. said to prove it, mm-hmm. but I kind of fell ass backwards in it because I don't know if you remember this, but this is how this all happened. I think I had 11,000 followers, which I worked really hard for, for a year, you know, just grinding one by one follower for real. Like nothing huge happened to my account, but I was just like, seriously, I had one weird thing happen where Lala liked a meme of mine. I got like a thousand followers. Um, It was a big deal when she liked it, Mm. but otherwise nothing big had happened. So I'm grinding away. And I just was just joking around um, one night. It was like late at night. And that kid had come on the scene that was doxing Lisa Rinna, that Patrick kid. And in the middle of the night, just on a whim, I I messaged him and I had never done this before. I'd never talked to him in my life. And I said, dude, like, um, what are you, what's up with you? Like terrorizing Lisa Rinna. And by the way, again, I've never spoken to Lisa Rinna in my life. I was not a fan, but he was, he was just doing all this crazy stuff. And I was like, what is it? Was someone paying you to do that? Was it Kathy Hilton? And he wrote back, yes. And that made a big splash, whatever. And that's how I connected first with Lisa. And that's how I got a bunch of huge number of followers. And that's when in the middle of the night, that night that that news spilled, Kathy Hilton's brand manager reached out to me like two and three in the morning, LA time, oh like midnight my time. And was like, hi, you know, I saw, I saw that you post this. We're going to need you. I'm sitting here with Kathy. I'm here with Rick. I'm, I got Kyle on the phone. We're going to need you to take that post down. And that is the first time that I was like, all right, like clearly this Patrick kid's crazy, but like you're bothering me in the middle of the night for a dumb rumor that I, I I'm happy to you know say isn't we don't know if it's true or not some crazy kid talking like why are you taking this seriously and I got like a bad feeling and then that person her brand manager turns out I used to work for Julia Roberts and she was good friends with Julia's partner and so we had all these connections and she kept bringing that up she's like you know I know Julia I know Elaine and I know you and Elaine are close and I'm like what is happening right now are you bringing up my Hollywood past to try (laughs) to pressure me about it was so strange I ended up taking it down because I I figured out by the morning that it was not true. So I did mm-hmm. take it down. And to my credit, I could have left it up and gotten a ton more followers. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but then 
ever since then, um, I would post a little bit about the Aspen stuff. I'm like, this is weird. I've been hearing this, but I don't know if it's true. And I would get messages from this woman. And she was like, listen, you're going to need to stop talking about that. And that's when I first thought, I think this might be true because why would they bother me? I get the yeah. Patrick thing. That was kind of a grand scale. These were little posts to my, like now at this point, I had maybe like 17,000 followers. There's still a lot, but like not a million. And I'm posting my little like opinions. Like I have, I have, I heard this thing about Aspen. Let me tell you what the T is. And I told the T, but without confirming at all, just that allegedly somebody mm-hmm. said this, and, right. you know, Erica, whatever, Kathy said this. And I was like, I don't know though. And then she was like, and then she had Marisol from Miami message me and say, I'm good friends with Carol. You need to stop posting this stuff. And I was like, Whoa. What? And it was like, what are those? One of those Dateline shows where you're like, is so, am I on to something? <laughs> oh, I wouldn't let it go. I was like, I don't. I think this might be true. And then Kathy Hilton blocked me. And then this some weird things kept happening. I was just thinking to myself, I think I'm, and no one else was talking about it. Everyone loved Kathy at this point. They were all like, is not true, is not true. But Kathy herself was acting really defensive and kind of nasty about Lisa and about different things. And by then I'd gotten the whole story from Lisa. Like I'm talking the entire story of that evening wow. from like the club to the car ride home to the condo everything every detail by then so when wow. after a few months i knew everything and I, again like you're hearing it from her who knows but other things were happening that were confirming it to me and then it got really crazy by the end of the season because i started finding out that bravo was editing it all out of the shows mm-hmm. because yeah. I was to at least other people from the show i talked to crystal i talked and um, Erica even and um, I was hearing what would happen in the episode before it happened and then when the episode would air it wasn't in the show and I'm like this is so strange I just heard about this conversation but they're only showing one side of it and as viewers we were all watching it and I'm kind of discussing this with my followers and we're saying this is so odd that whole scene when Kathy and went to um, went to Kyle's house and um, Lisa Rinna showed up mm-hmm. you know the conversation. so weird so awkward this scene because Nobody was saying what they were upset about. No one was saying the words, well, that that meltdown in the club, none of that. Like, this is why I'm so upset. It was just this weird conversation. And that's when I realized that they were editing it out of the show. And that's when I found out that Kathy had hired Marty Singer, who I know from Hollywood, to kind of fix this whole thing and pressure Bravo to take it out. And by then I knew for a fact. I knew people who worked for Marty. I knew for a fact now. So now I'm starting to really be onto something. I know for a fact now Bravo's editing the whole Slurn Aspen out of the show. So now I like, can't stop posting about it. Like I'm obsessed. I'm getting all these messages. You're obsessed with Kathy Hilton. Let it go. Like Kathy's nice. I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't stop. I have too much information. <laughs> and, and by the end, I swear to you guys, I swear my life, I really think, Bravo sat up and listened because by the end they put it in the reunion because I knew it in, I knew the reunion filmed I knew that they talked about it at the reunion mm-hmm. like the slur like that's yeah. never Erica ever brought it up and they let it they left it in and that was the mm-hmm. first of all season they had ever even referenced it so I feel like I made a difference because I felt like Bravo at that point couldn't escape the fact that we all know that there's something else going on here that you're not letting in the right. show let us see it let us judge for ourselves there, it wasn't on camera maybe it happened maybe it didn't but we're not even seeing it be talked about so yeah. that was kind of a big deal for me. <laughs> I oh, mean, you know, in the end, wow. we still don't know, but it felt really real to me because it felt like real people were pressuring me and real, and the show really was editing it. And I'm like, I, none of this would be happening if this didn't happen. Mm-hmm. None. Yeah, we had talked about that, right, Devin? Like yeah. we were saying, you were saying something about how like people with Kathy Hilton money and that influence, mm-hmm, I mean, they're going to protect themselves. Oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. For sure. I didn't want to believe it because like I enjoyed Kathy. I forget oh, if you so. enjoyed Kathy. Yeah, but I did. 
she was yeah but i mean that show was so heavy and she came in with her little stuff and it was amazing i did all these memes and she would love my memes and message me i really i had a good report i thought she was amazing but again i didn't chase this down it found me and i just couldn't like (laughs) let it go every time i watch an episode i was like oh my god are you kidding me what is the rest of that conversation so i i definitely got caught up and i'm very glad it's over (laughs) oh yeah oh my gosh well i mean yeah, for you, but who knows what's going to happen this next season? Unless you do know. know something. I mean, shit, it sounds like she's you know a lot. Back. So. She's not back yet. She's not back yet. She hasn't signed anything. I don't think she's back. I Damn. Don't think she's Kathy, so there's no drama this season. Yeah. yeah. Well, there might still be because we have her two sisters. Um, I wish we could get all sisters at the same time. They get along. I know. But they, I know. Kim and, um, Kathy, I mean, Kyle and Kim get along, though, so that's not drama. Yeah, that's well, true. Right but now. I wonder if they'll even reference it. Like, hey, you know, have you talked to Kathy? I'm sure I can see it like in the kitchen or something like Kim or I'm sorry, Kyle asking Kim, like, have you spoken to Kathy? Like, has she asked about me? You know, stuff like that. Very, mm-hmm. very Richard um, sister. I bet you a million dollars from what I know now about how much gets covered up. I bet you they play it off and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I saw her at the baby shower or whatever. Something. Yeah. I bet you they don't go into it. I don't know. And I heard from people in the cast that um, Kim has been awesome, but not, but very un problematic which is good yeah for her i don't want her to be on there like but not great show yeah yeah well speaking of problematic um i know you had a very (laughs) busy week uh was it last week or was it two weeks ago or both really (laughs) it's a blur (laughs) (laughs) it was a jersey blur yeah i'm in a huge jersey blur right now (laughs) <laughs> yes. And uh, I was so enticed, which, okay, so I saw your genuine posts about how you got the pizza oven. And then like days later, I saw you post that you uh, met Marge. I didn't put the two and two together, right? I just thought, okay, she has a pizza oven. You were posting when it like finally came in. Right. You, were, I mean, you post, you know, so many things that like, I just thought, okay, these are posts that you're just sharing. Like I didn't put a storyline together to it. And then all of a sudden on my timeline, I'm seeing from like all about the Real Housewives and seeing from like Queens of Bravo. And it's uh, funny because they're saying like, um, how did they reference you? Did you did you notice that? Did you clock how they were referencing you? Yeah, yeah some unnamed fan or something like that. And I'm like, uh, you mean like a very popular, well-known account uh, that has been sharing this for days? Um was talking about how maybe Margaret was trying to plot something for the reunion. And I really don't know what sort of plot that would be. I'm not a Margaret fan. No offense. I'm sorry if you are, but that's fine. We can, we can, you know, have our favorites. It's fine. I'm not one of those that like hates on someone for liking the other one, you know, but um, I, I mean, what sort of thing would Margaret have? Like just because she has a pizza oven, like, what do you, what do you make of it? Well, let me tell you how it happened. So, a week before that I bought the pizza oven, I had talked to a cast member, not Mark. On eBay, right? No, but before the eBay. So this is dating oh. this a week before. I talked mm-hmm. to a cast member at length about what the story was about Pizzagate. I wanted to know mm-hmm. and I saw it on the show and it was very kind of weird. It was like Louis invested two hundred thousand, never got it back from Joe Gorga. What the heck? You know, I don't know. And I'm again, I'm not a Margaret Stan or a Teresa Stan. I my page I've gotten against both of them at certain times. So I'm not I'm I'm not mm-hmm. a fan page i just 
I have my opinions changed daily. So yeah. I was just curious. So I asked a cast member, not Marge. I said, can you just tell me the story here? I know there's more to this story. And to my great surprise, they did. They told me every detail of this Pizzagate story. And I wow. took it up and I posted it. And it was like, this is how it started. This is where the idea came from. This is when they all got together. Everything from one side of the story. Um, and I posted it because it wasn't anywhere. All that we had was a few references on the show, nothing. And that kind of made a little splash because no one had heard the whole story before. Of course, the Teresa stance thought it was, you know, one side of which it was, I admitted it. I was like, if Teresa or Louie want to talk to me about pizza again, I'm happy to talk to them, but here's what I got. Mm -hmm. So anyway, week passed by after that, I kind of made the rounds. And that's when I saw someone had sent me, oh, or no, I saw on Facebook, the, the link to eBay. And I was like, let me buy this thing thinking there's no way <laughs> about it. And I did, I just bought it in two seconds and it said coming. And I was like, no way is this thing coming. This isn't real. Wow. <laughs> my whole story about Pizzagate was that they were in a warehouse somewhere that that no one sold them and that it was a big huge debacle so I was surprised that it was for sale anywhere and it was just one the second I bought it it said out of stock and then I was really surprised when it came but again I'm kind of joking and my followers and I they kind of follow my journey with me so it was just part of my journey like oh now I have the it's not a big deal right yeah yeah it seemed that way I mean I, I got that right I, or I wouldn't have posted about it if it was some like secret. I just said, oh, look what I got. And I actually was planning on unboxing it for my followers and showing them. And that was the end of it. I had no other plan. But Marge DM me and she was like, listen, can I buy that pizza oven off of you? And she goes, I want to give it to Andy as a gift at the reunion. Um, she just thought it would be funny because the Pizzagate story came up. And, and if they were going to get into depth about the pizza oven, they didn't know if Teresa was just going to deny it, whatever. But I was, didn't think it was a big deal because she didn't deny it. She already said, or I don't know if she said, but it's never been denied that she they had these and that they made these. I, mm -hmm. I We didn't know like what her side was going to be. If she was going to say, like, I never changed the name. I never called it Skinny Italian, even though the rumor was that she had done a photo shoot and called and re put on the oven Skinny Italian. No mm -hmm. one knew sure. Now I have this pizza oven. So here it is. She did. It's on, she's on the box. It's her and her daughters. It says Skinny Italian. It's signed Love, Love, Teresa. So the whole story from the Gorgas was that um, was that it was Joe's idea and he wanted it to be Nono's Pizza. And he was upset that she had changed the name behind his back, allegedly, right? Mm -hmm. But so, so kind of, if, if you go into that whole story, which at that point, I think March thought they would, at the beginning, having that to say like, look, they did change the name. It's right here on the oven. It kind of maybe proves the Gorgas. Oh, okay. But um, but it's so funny how fast things change because so many big things happened the last two weeks behind the scenes of Jersey that it was barely even discussed at the reunion because I know <gasps> I saw in your stories. <laughs> it's not like you know it's not it's not anybody's fault. It's just the fact that it's it's old news now because things have been happening in the last month behind the scenes that are so much bigger that that yeah. just doesn't matter. So that's what happened. So it didn't get brought in. She didn't even bring it out. They hardly even talked about Pizzagate. So whatever. I still think it's funny. I don't care. By yeah. the way, I'm pretty sure I come up pretty, I'm 99% positive I will be brought up in the Georgia reunion, not about the pizza oven. So okay. I kind of get that little two minutes of fame. I'll get it another way. <laughs> but it, you know, I was disappointed though. I was like, damn, my oven. But it did make Your people, oven, shout it, out. It did make people <laughs> but I like stand for Marge, but I don't, I just went to her house to bring it because I live like 20 minutes from her. And I thought it would be cool, like any other Bravo fan to see her house. So I brought yeah. her there. Not a <laughs> took a picture with her and then I posted it. And then of course a Teresa Stan put it together and she's like, oh, I know you brought that oven. And I just maybe stupidly was like, yeah, I did. But what, what's the big deal? Like, you know, Teresa doesn't say these don't exist. So let, you know, Marge just wants to bring it to Andy. Like it's a, it's a memento of the season. It's mm -hmm. not something gotcha. 
that's what I kind of played it off. But unfortunately, in doing that, I admitted there that it did go to Marge and that person gave my DMs to a big site and then it was everywhere. So yeah. whatever. Yeah. That it, was wow. crazy. I know. It's unfortunate because I if there was going to be a surprise, I ruined it. But again, I don't even know that they ever would have gone into that story because so much else happened. So yeah. yeah, it seemed like Margaret was thinking that it would be a big story. I mean, she went through the lengths of contacting you and purchasing this. <laughs> right. I mean, time, yeah, it was two weeks ago. I'm telling you five things have happened in the last two weeks that have made that completely irrelevant. So that's what it is. I mean, nothing, you know, nothing I could do about it. <laughs> yeah, wow. I am. So I did say that, you know, I like one person. It doesn't mean I don't like the other. I guess I'm a hypocrite in this instance where I don't like Margaret at all. And I love mm. Teresa. I, I love uh, Melissa too, though. So like, it's one of those things, like not for everyone, but for Margaret, I was kind of looking forward to her bringing that up, the whole pizza oven thing and not having anything to really like, okay, Margaret, like, yeah, cool. You tried, but you really didn't hit anything, you know? Yeah. And so I guess we won't really know about that unless someone brings it up and watch what happens live. You know that there's always an opportunity. She already went, for... on, she already went on watch what happens live since I gave it to her and didn't bring it because she thought it would be good at the reunion. But again, it didn't so much. There was so much yelling and screaming at the reunion and so much hysteria that yeah. Really yeah. Big, story, big stories never got delved into. They never went deep into Pete's They never went deep into Louis Frankie Jr. Nothing. Everything got kind of rushed because of just how much emotion was on the stage. So that's what I heard. So I guess it didn't, my oven didn't make it, but whatever. I still feel like I have a little renown from doing it because it was pretty badass to pay $80 for that thing. <laughs> that's yeah. a lot. 80 bucks? That's, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. For a pizza oven? Like, I would think it'd be a lot more. <laughs> Especially the whole $250,000 investment. You know what it is? It's a, like a little like panini press. It's like for your countertop. It's just stainless steel. And it basically... Okay makes a pizza and it so it's very much like a panini press but like a little tiny bit so eighty dollars is a good price oh, okay okay <laughs> with the name right with the branded name of uh right. the the name affiliation cool. to teresa of course. Okay. i was thinking of like this right. big like no exactly no it's, it's tiny, yeah. tiny little thing that you put on your counter that looks almost like the size of a george foreman grill and you just oh. close it I don't know how I didn't understand that this was a business about selling pizza ovens when I first heard it. I thought it was they were going to have a restaurant with this gorgeous, like huge pizza oven that cost 200 whatever thousand dollars. <laughs> and then I learned by looking at your stories that it was individual pizza ovens. I'm like, oh, and the okay. idea was they wanted to do a subscription. So you would buy a subscription and get the ingredients to make a delicious pizza. Uh, the oh. ingredients is. Right. <laughs> you can buy the ingredients at that restaurant to make the pizzas. And they thought that would be cool to do. Well, that's what Joe thought. Okay. Like a HelloFresh sort of a thing. Yeah. But for pizzas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a lot of pizza I mean, I when pizza. you already live in. Well, I guess people could buy it everywhere. But like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of pizza. But yeah, that was very entertaining to watch. It seems like you know so much about Jersey. I was reading your breakdown, all the bullet points of what happened at the reunion. Or maybe oh I should say gosh. what allegedly happened at the reunion. Yes. Um, and like the new girls didn't really get to get showcased. Are you loving the new girls or which one do you prefer? What do you think? Jen Bessler and Rachel Fuda came to my BravoCon after party and they were so sweet. So I've already been rooting for them from mm -hmm. the beginning. But You I said Jen Fessler and who? Rachel Fuda. Oh, okay. They came to my oh. party. So I met them already and they were so sweet. And I really love Danielle. I think she's perfect. I think she fits. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
it's just so much right now about the feud between the Gorgas and the Judice that nothing else gets accomplished. Nothing else gets done. It's yeah. always been even the reunion. It's not so much. It is most centuries of fighting, but it's more about Louis and the mm-hmm. reunion. Is, that's kind of the theme. Like everybody is coming up with things against Louis, receipts, whatever about him. And that's really what the big theme of the reunion ends up being. And so there's no time for anything else, unfortunately. Like the stories we've all been following, they all just go, the new girls, we don't get to, you know, I mean, a little bit. Danielle comes out at the end a little bit, but yeah, they don't have time. I mean, you think about it, they filmed 11 hours and things only probably three, maybe four episodes. Three hours, yeah. Yeah. Shoot. Wow. Well, I guess being subjective here then, do you think there's any room and I think I already know your opinion but for the sake of you know having the content for this podcast do you think there's any world where we would have New Jersey moving forward with only Teresa or only Melissa and not both of them no because I don't not neither of them wants to go the the money the paycheck is too important to both of them as for reasons we all have heard about um Mm -hmm. so they would have to get fired and I just don't exactly I just don't you don't think I don't think that might happen. Bravo has anything against either of them enough to fire them. I think they really like both of them. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I remember there was a story a while ago that Melissa had been booked on one of the morning shows. I'm going to say Today Show something. It was a big show, um, morning show. And I remember um, Bravo said that Teresa couldn't go on because Melissa had just gone on and they didn't want. And it was a weird. It was a weird situation where I was like, does Bravo like Melissa better? But then other times, obviously, we all think Teresa is the favorite of Andy and everybody, right? Because she's mm-hmm. the OG. She has the most fans. But I, I don't. I just don't think that they either of them has done anything wrong enough to leave. I think that they're what Bravo's probably hoping is that the new girls come up with storylines that are more interesting, so we can spend mm-hmm. time. I don't think the yeah. girls and you guys are ever going to make up ever, ever, ever. Yeah. yeah. Shoot. I and hope they do. We'll make up but... if Louis and Teresa get divorced, but they're never going to get divorced. So they're never going to make up because it really, Louis is the thing that the Gorgas hate, not Teresa. And as long as he's around, they're not going to make up. Damn. Yeah, I can they're see not. that. Well, I'm going to hold on to hope because <laughs> I love them together. I love when they get along, but I mean, I literally don't know. So yeah, you never know. I hope too, because for the show's sake, I mean, we're always mm-hmm. watchers. We want, we want to see them all get along too, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, uh, on to a brighter note, the uh, Real Housewives of Orange County trailer finally dropped today as of recording this. Was it worth the wait? I don't think it was the greatest trailer. I was very excited to see Tammy because she seemed like she was just like back in rare form, like right out of the gate, right? Just not mm-hmm. been stopping for a second. And I feel like Vicky, of course, come on. That end second was iconic. With her yelling. I mean, these people are such professionals. Like, she didn't plan that to be the exact same shot from before, but I loved it. It was great. It was like, you're re- now she's showing up too. They know how to get their paycheck. So I think yeah. it's okay. I'm not a Heather Dubrow fan, but the rest of it, I'm not really a Gina fan either, but the rest of it, I'm, I'm excited to see Tammy and Vicky and, you know, Shannon. Taylor? Yeah, of course, Taylor. She's a mess. You saw her on Girls Trip. She was, she was hilarious. You know, she gets in it. Yeah. She's a hot mess, but like fun, fun to watch. You know. Yeah. Well, tell us more about your book because I did want to bring that up. You have a Housewives <laughs> trivia book. Um, how close to releasing it are you? It's September, so a while away. September. It's basically all of the franchises, everything, even you know DC, even um, Dallas, everything. Um, uh, it's about. 500 or more questions so it just comprehensively covers every single season of every single franchise and it's trivia pretty easy 
yeah, but there's tons of really great illustrations and there's games and there's like bonus rounds and then there's like tea. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's like a, I don't know if there is another book that's comprehensively covers every big moment of every franchise, which I tried to do. So I think it's a cool kind of souvenir coffee table thing. It looks beautiful. It's a, nice. a, a known for how beautiful their books are, the illustration. Mm. Yeah. So I'm hopeful. I, mean, I got a lot of housewives to put blurbs on the cover for me. My nice. book, yeah, so I got, I think, like seven or eight housewives put blurbs for me on the cover. Wow. Okay. No, which was very hard, you guys. I mean, it's one thing to... <laughs> One thing to DM with people and be like, hey, would you mind like the housewives? And they say, sure. And then, but getting it from them. Oh my God. Yeah. Using their likeness. And yeah, absolutely. And you have to catch people in the right mood. Like if you're DMing, <laughs> it's an art because you could get people that don't reply for months and then you could get someone replying to every two seconds. It, you don't, And that same person could then ghost you for three weeks. You just have to catch them when they're like on the computer, ready to talk. And then even when they said that they were going to, I had to chase them down to the very mm-hmm. end the actual oh, yeah. so wow. it, that was so hard very proud of myself that i got any of them a couple of them i didn't end up getting in the end which they said they would and i'm so disappointed but i think they're amazing i think my biggest one was kyle she i have her quote like i think the biggest wow. thing ever. and then i got other people from all the franchises joanna obviously marisol marge melissa wow um, very yeah, cool. i got good housewives on there yeah. and um, i can't wait for this book I know. Doesn't that sound like something we would play with already on the yeah. show? Like, let's do that. Definitely. As soon as it comes out, we're definitely going to do that. Do, do you ship to Europe? <laughs> I want to do like trivia nights. Are you guys going to go to BravoCon, you think, in Vegas? I'm not sure. <laughs> when I, I don't have plans to right now, but it sounds fun. In November. Did you ever go to one? Neither of you. I've never been. No. Super fun. I mean, it sounds fun, and it's in Vegas. I mean, I would love to. But yeah, I mean, I'm on the other side of the pond, so probably not. Where are you exactly? In London? I'm in Hungary, but I'm moving to London, so oh, you are. that would be a big oh. trek. You know, we might take Captain Lee's show to London, so if if, um, if we do, you could come see it. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, you beat me to the punch. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Lee's one man show. You wrote it, right? Yes. That's amazing. Yeah, I did. It was crazy. It was a lot of work. Basically, like he contacted me because my one of my best friend is um, his publicist. Okay. She um, said Captain Lee needs just somebody to just do some bullet points. He he does these evenings where they pay him and people come to see him and he stands on stage and he kind of doesn't know what to say. So he just kind of wants help structuring the evening so he knows like to jump from subject to subject. So it's not a mess because people are paying. But it ended up being this whole different thing where we worked a year and a half on like every word of the stage play, one man show with like props and costume changes. And it was like, really went off off the rails. And then he did get injured last year. So we had, I had to pare it all down again. And then we did it at the Hard Rock Hotel and it was a very small stage. So none of that stuff happened. But the core of what I wrote, he said he had a big teleprompter. It was cool. Um, that we might do it at BravoCon. We might have it in Vegas. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. Duh. yeah. Why not at BravoCon? Wow. I mean, hello. I know. I know. You'd think. Perfect. You need to work on it a lot before it goes there. But it was great. It was so much fun. It was definitely a fun night. There's tons. It was sold out. Everybody was excited to see him. And he. I think the play went great. So it was a big accomplishment. I've never written a play in my entire. I'm telling you, this thing did not start. It started out so easy and it ended up being like one of the hardest things I've ever done. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Was it one show? Was it one night? It was one night of him telling his stories from his life and of the sh- behind the scenes of the show and playing like interactive games with the audience and stuff. Like it's really like a whole experience of like Captain Lee. We do like a big slideshow. And... Nice. Did any of the uh, cast members show up 
from any of the seasons? No, nobody showed up because it was just one one man show one night in Fort Lauderdale. So if you didn't like live around there, no one's going to fly in right for it. Hmm. Okay. But um, he had definitely talked about if he went other places with it, like incorporating a cast member that he's close to, maybe doing the show with him. Yeah, or even just to support him and watching the show, I would yeah. I would imagine you know like he's really close to Kate, right? Still or no? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe I uh, misread the last time they interacted. Oh, for his, uh... They've known each other forever and they have been really close for years and years and years. Um, but she was like eight months pregnant when the show, mm-hmm. uh, when the, so she didn't come because she was about to have a baby. But yes, uh, normally okay. had he done that anywhere else, I'm sure she would have come and he would like Eddie, he's like, very close with Eddie still. And yeah. he's controversial. And, I mean, I think if he did at other bigger places, people would come, but Fort Lauderdale is not like where people are just passing through like New York city or whatever. So I think, and it was, it was, it ended up being sold out. So, and a lot of, I think um, a lot of people in the audience were people that uh, from Bravo came and whatever. So yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm sure. sure. I'm sure his cat, all of his past crew members would probably show up at some point. Oh yeah, (laughs) for sure. Well, congratulations. Oh my God. That one man show was so exciting. I know that you were working so hard between travel and between doing like revisions and just coordination with, you know, Captain Lee and I'm sure his team. I'm glad it sounds like it paid off. Sold out show. That's a big feat to celebrate your book coming out again. Honestly, truly, I do want to play the games on this show because this is what we already do anyways and i'm so excited to do that when it comes out so we'll definitely be shouting you out more and more i mean we already have we've already referenced your instagram a few times on this show (laughs) so it's cool to have you here today to uh speak directly to you now that i hear that you're a tree hugger i'm glad that you've been favorable because i swear to god i'm not I try to tell them when all the pizza stuff happened, I said, well, I told you guys, it was a tree hugger that asked me if I was giving it to Marge. And I said, yeah, so I told mm-hmm. you guys and I spoiled Marge's surprise. So you should love me now. I should be yeah. <laughs> because I could have lied. I could have just and let Marge drop that as a bomb, right? I mean, not that it was yeah. a bomb, but that yeah, yeah. idea. So I felt like I did them all a favor, but they were very mad at me for having anything to do with Marge whatsoever, like being at her house you know, for a second. Like I would, they were mad and I was like, oh, I swear I am an equal opportunity snark. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. Of course, when I don't like them, then I don't like them. Right. But, right. but yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm a tree hugger um, for life, I would say. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know, right? Shit, what a big proclamation to make. Ooh, it is. Eat my words, watch by the end. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much for uh, lending your voice to our show, spending yes, time with you. us, and getting into all the tea. My gosh, there is so much in there that you gave us. The background, even on the background, you already had of Beverly Hills <laughs> and Jersey. So cool. Thank you for being here, Thea. We appreciate it. Okay, thank you guys so much. Obviously, send me a link and I'll post it um, when you have it together. Yes, sounds awesome. good. Thank you so much. I'll see you in London. We'll see you next time. Yes, come <laughs> on over. See you at BravoCon. Yes, that would be amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you, everybody, for listening this week. Uh, yes. Be sure to follow Thea on Instagram at Your Moms Are Watching. Follow us at Do You Love It Pod. And be sure to please leave us a five star rating and review, especially on Apple Podcasts. It's so helpful, it does wonders for us as, uh, as podcast hosts. I mean, we yeah. want your support, we want your love. 
Uh, be sure to subscribe because we drop these whenever we want. Uh, this is this is middle of the week now, okay? Last time it's been a few Mondays. It used to be Fridays. I really don't know. But, um, but thanks for listening anyways. <laughs> <laughs> We're like a box of chocolates. You never know yes. what you're going to get. Precisely. Well said. Well said. <laughs> okay, everybody. Uh, we have some exciting interviews coming up. Again, not confirmed, but the conversations are happening, okay? <laughs> Promise. They're coming. <laughs> yes. So subscribe. Make sure you don't miss them. And uh, watch our stories and everything on Instagram so you stay up to date. And we'll see you next time. Time, Bye. not week. Time. Oh, yes. Time. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>